Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Dozens of criminal gun and drug cases. I'm Dick Iuliano. Students in one local school system have almost another year to get a COVID vaccination before they're kicked out of class for not getting their shot. Montgomery County's resolution on anti-Semitism passes unanimously. I'm Kate Ryan. 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. One week before the midterm elections, President Biden hits the campaign trail in Florida. CBS's Nancy Cordes. President Biden's campaign message in this final week amounts to a warning. What he thinks will happen if his party loses control of Congress. The power we just gave Medicare to negotiate prescription drug prices goes away. Gone. $2,000 cap on prescription drugs. Gone. The battle for Senate control has grown so fierce, CBS News considers races in five states to be true toss-ups, where the candidates are neck and neck. Former Vice President Mike Pence traveled to Georgia today to stump for GOP Governor Brian Kemp. Police officers are shot at close range following a standoff in Newark, New Jersey. CBS's Matt Piper reports. Two Newark, New Jersey police officers were rushed to hospitals after being shot. Mayor Ross Baraka says a neighbor called police after recognizing someone on a flyer about a shooting from last week. He says police arrived 13 minutes later. They did not find him in the building. Upon leaving the building, they encountered the gentleman, gave him instructions. There was a brief altercation. The gentleman pulled the gun out, shot two police officers at close range. Neighbors had been waiting hours to be able to head home as streets remained closed while police tried to find the suspect. Matt Piper, CBS News. The man accused of beating Paul Pelosi with a hammer last Friday, David Tapp, pleads not guilty. KCBS's Megan Goldsby reports. He was wearing an orange jumpsuit. He had longish brown kind of stringy hair and pretty tall, pretty big guy. He didn't do anything except say yes, that he understood the charges. They haven't set a bail hearing yet. That's going to happen on Friday. North Korea fires three short-range ballistic missiles toward the sea, prompting South Korea to issue an air raid alert on its eastern island. The launches came hours after North Korea issued a veiled threat to use nuclear weapons as the U.S. and South Korea conduct large-scale military drills. The BBC reports more vessels with grain have left Ukrainian ports backed by Turkey and the United Nations. CBS's Holly Williams on whether there's any movement on re-establishing a Black Sea grain export deal with Russia. There are still grain in the last couple of days leaving uh, Ukrainian ports. But a deal that was done between Russia and Ukraine uh, to allow the safe passage of, of grain ships, Russia has pulled out of that deal. And as far as we know, there is no movement on that. A former Apple employee pleads guilty to defrauding the tech giant out of more than $17 million over seven years. Federal prosecutors say in one scheme, Dorendra Prasad, a buyer for the company, arranged to have Apple components shipped to an outside vendor's warehouse where they were repackaged and eventually sold back to Apple. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. Good evening, I'm Dan Ronan. The top stories we're following at this hour...
It's 10.03 on Tuesday evening, November the 1st of 2022. The temperatures are going to be falling into the 40s tonight. D.C. prosecutors are dropping dozens of criminal gun and drug cases because of questions about the actions of seven D.C. police officers. WTOP's Dick Giuliano reports on the action by prosecutors. The U.S. Attorney's Office for D.C. began looking at pending cases after Police Chief Robert Conti announced that seven police officers are under internal investigation for confiscating illegal guns without arresting the individuals who possess the weapons. The prosecutor's office says its review of cases considers factors including burden of proof and likelihood of success at trial. The D.C. police union says the prosecutor's action is an affront because the union says the officers all followed policy and the directions of their police commanders. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to the D.C. Metropolitan Police Department for a response. New this evening, D.C. public schools now say that students 12 and older have until the next school year to get vaccinated for COVID as part of the requirements to attend class. A bit earlier, the D.C. Council voted to delay the mandate that was originally expected to be enforced this year. The original deadline had been January the 3rd, giving students more time to get vaccinated. At last report, almost half of the city's students were unvaccinated for COVID. WTOP did get a statement from D.C.'s deputy mayor for education. It says in part... We support the council's action to give our families and schools additional time to come into compliance. And we know vaccines are still the best way to protect our communities against the violence, against the virus. Tensions rose at a meeting where Montgomery County's council passed a resolution on anti-Semitism. There is a great deal of emotion in this room right now. We see it and we feel it. Montgomery County Council President Gabe Balbornos used his gavel more than once to call for order during a vote on a resolution designed to fight rising anti-Semitism. All right, um, thank you so much. At the root of the controversy, concerns by a coalition of groups, including Maryland's Council on American-Islamic Relations, over whether criticism of Israel would be deemed anti-Semitic. Criticism of the Israeli government policies or actions do not constitute anti-Semitism. Critics of the resolution said while the change in language was an improvement, there should have been public hearings and more community dialogue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. New tonight on WTOP, the Northwestern High School boys soccer team in Prince George's County is being disqualified from the state playoffs after county officials said the team used an ineligible player during the regular season of the playoffs. The school district began an investigation after receiving an anonymous email concerning a player on the team. A review showed Northwestern did have an ineligible player as recently as its October 28th regional playoff game. Head coach Victor Ramirez, a former state senator in Prince George's County, told WTOP his players are devastated by the decision. He said there's no way for him or the coaching staff to know a player's eligibility, adding it's the athletic director's job to know if a student's grade point average is above the required 2.0 mark. Northwestern won last year's 4A state championship and was undefeated so far this year. Folks in D.C. have more than just Thanksgiving to look forward to this month. The fall leave colors are at their peak this week, and the upcoming pleasant weather is expected to extend the foliage season a few more days. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chad Miller says things are looking pretty good. There will be a change in the weather pattern in the middle of November that brings occasional cold fronts back into the region, and that will stir up the winds a bit 
uh, knock a lot of the leaves off the trees and bring a cold weather and finally a hard freeze to the nation's capital that will definitely end the season. Coming up after traffic and weather. You know, we're at a moment now where my party has really lost its way, and it's lost its way in a way that's, that's dangerous. Republican Wyoming Congresswoman Liz Cheney says the January 6th committee that she serves on is in talks with President Donald Trump's legal team for testimony. We'll get the latest from The Hill just ahead. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash women first. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. 808. Clock trains. Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather together on the 8th. Bob Inler is in the traffic center. In Loudoun County, the crash remains westbound on Route 7 after Stoneley Drive. All lanes remain blocked. Traffic is being diverted before that point. And there's also some road work on 66 eastbound down to a single lane through Centerville heading into Fair Lakes. And westbound near 123, right lane is blocked. And they are working eastbound after the Roslyn Tunnel getting by single file to the right. But 95 south down to a single lane getting by to the left. Southbound at exit 156, Dale City. There is road work tonight. Southbound 270, the work zone is now going up uh, after Route 28, and that is along the left side of the roadway. And southbound uh, in Frederick County, they're working again tonight, uh, approaching Route 85, and there, single left lane is getting by. But they're also working on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound before 195 near BWI Marshall Airport, and they're getting by single file to the right. Northbound travel lanes are open. 95 is doing all right. And 50 westbound, coming off the Bay Bridge, headed toward Baydale Drive and the Severn River. Single left lane is getting by. That works on. They're also working in Chevrolet eastbound near Columbia Park Road, where you get by single file to the right, also past the road work. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good and safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. We'll have mainly clear skies out there tonight. Lows in the upper 40s to mid-50s. For tomorrow, partly sunny skies. More clouds around later in the day with highs in the mid-60s to low 70s. So a little bit cooler than today with more clouds, but still a beautiful day overall. Partly sunny on Thursday. We warmed near 70. Friday is looking spectacular with plenty of sun and highs in the low 70s. We warm into the upper 70s for Saturday and Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 65 at DuPont Circle, 57 in Germantown, 54 in Annandale. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to Long Fence today, longfence.com, and schedule your free in-home estimate. 10-11. 
The House January 6th committee is in discussions with former President Donald Trump's legal team about him testifying in the lawmakers' investigation. Wyoming Republican Vince Cheney, Liz Cheney, the vice chair, speaking at a forum in Cleveland, raised the possibility Trump could actually comply with the subpoena as he faces faces his first deadline Friday to turn over information to the committee. Committees in discussions with President Trump's attorneys, uh, and he has an obligation to comply. And, you know, we treat this and take this very seriously. Uh, This is not uh, a situation where, um, you know, the committee is going to mercy of Donald Trump in terms of, you know, his efforts to create a circus. WTOP's Dimitri Sotis spoke with Andrew Bolton, Alexander Bolton. He's a senior staff writer at The Hill about Cheney's comments and the belief that Mr. Trump would prefer to appear live before the committee. I think it shows that there's going to be one final drama with the January 6th committee before Republicans take over the House. And what was interesting to me from Cheney's comments is that she's looking at a multi-day testimony by the former president. She says it'll be done on earth. It'll be done potentially over multiple days. So it's going to be a a real grilling. And I'm sure that'll be an object of contention and negotiation with Trump's legal team as to just how long he testifies. You're right. He would prefer to do a to have a live performance. But uh, Cheney has also said she doesn't want the former president to turn this final public hearing, if there is one, into a circus. And so I think that's why she'd prefer to do something in private over multiple days. And then the committee would present it in the way they want it to be presented, which is the way they've handled other testimony throughout their investigation. They've conducted lengthy depositions and then edited the material to present a compelling case to the jury, which is the American people. So Trump would rather seize control and have a a live performance. But Cheney reiterated that, no, this is going to be a multiple day deposition and it's going to be on the committee's terms. And to dig just a little bit deeper, perhaps this gives us a little window into Donald Trump's mind that he still kind of wants to get his side of the story out there. Well, I think that's mainly theatrics. Um, He wants to portray an image of someone who's not afraid of this committee, who's not cowed by it, who has nothing to hide, as it were. But I would be shocked if his legal team would let him engage in extended testimony with the January 6th committee, especially with a potential indictment from the Department of Justice. Anything he said under oath, he could later be held accountable if he lies. Uh, He could be hit with a perjury charge. And it would also complicate any legal defense if there is a Department of Justice investigation or prosecution. Or if you look at the Fulton County District Attorney's investigation in Georgia, anything the former president says to the January 6th committee would complicate a defense in that type of litigation slash prosecution. So I would be stunned if Trump's legal team lets him go forward. If he does appear before the committee, it's likely to simply plead the fifth. Alexander Bolton is a senior staff writer at The Hill. He was on on Skype. Coming up on WTOP, a tough night for the Capitals downtown and game three of the World Series, 814. If you're waiting for Black Friday to buy appliances, Bray and Scarf has some advice for you. Don't wait. Get to Bray and Scarf this Saturday for Black Friday pricing guaranteed. Three weeks early. Save up to 38% on select appliances and get free basic installation on select GE profile and cafe packages. One day only, this Saturday during Bray Day. Our warehouse is full with next day and two-day delivery available. 
have it before the rush with deals on in-stock bestsellers in-store and online. Bray & Scarf is the area's number one local and independent appliance retailer with factory-trained experts ready to answer all your questions and give you the personal attention you deserve. Shop local and save this Saturday during Bray Day at Bray & Scarf. One day only, so don't miss it. While the rest of the world is waiting, you'll be saving. Shop in store or online at brandscarf.com, where it doesn't cost more to get more. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Rob, tough night for the Capitals. Yeah, they've lost three of their last four now, including two straight in overtime after falling 3-2 to the Vegas Golden Knights. Charlie Lindgren had 28 saves in his first Home starts as a capital, but in defeat. Yeah, I think it's just, it's extra frustrating just because I thought we played well enough to get the two points, especially on the back end of a back-to-back against a really good team. We put ourselves in a really good spot, and uh, I think that's what stings the most is knowing that we were really close to getting two. This man works up a sweat whenever he's in net. He's made 102 saves in only three starts. World Series Game 3 in Philadelphia, it's less, call it a home run derby. The Phillies have homered five times. They've amassed... A 7-0 lead over the Astros now in the sixth inning. And wouldn't you know it, the two former Nationals, Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber, are the ones with the two-run bombs that traveled over 400 feet. Speaking of the Nationals, uh, the Washington Post reporting Major League Baseball has inserted itself into the longstanding issue with Masson trying to facilitate a pending sale of the team. The Washington Commanders, part of the wildest trade deadline ever, they sent uh, William Jackson to... Uh, Pittsburgh for a swap of late round picks in next year's draft. It's a move that saves the commanders $2.77 million in cap space. It ends the tenure of what is objectively one of the worst free agent signings in franchise history. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you here on WTOP. A new court filing reveals the man charged with breaking into House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's home in the last spring. And beating her husband and then seeking to kidnap her told the police he was on a, quote, suicide mission. He also told them of his plans to target other California and federal politicians as well. The Smithsonian's Hirshhorn Museum and Sculpture Garden has selected an architect for the final phase of its renovation. Skidmore, Owings and Merrill and Seldoff Architects jointly developed the modernization plan for the museum's interior the Hirshhorn will upgrade the galleries and public spaces in the third phase of the re- renovation, which now follows a facade upgrade and a sculpture well is also going to be renovated as well. Stay with WTOP for more on these and other stories coming right up. It's 1018. Traffic and weather together on the 8s. Here's Bob in the traffic center. On the Beltway, Outer Loop headed south from River Road over the American Legion Bridge into Virginia past Georgetown Pike. Single left lane is getting by the work zone there. And in Prince George's County on the Outer Loop between Exit 11 Route 4 at Ritchie Marlboro, you've got two right lanes getting by. Road work. Inner Loop at 450 has uh, one lane blocked, the right lane. Also because of road work tonight. They're working in Chevrolet Eastbound 50 at Columbia Park Road. And traffic is getting by there, single file to the right. Southbound on 270 at Frederick County near Route 85. Single lane is getting by the work zone there. And also they are setting up on 270 farther south after Route 28. And two lanes will get by the road work there, two to the right. 
And southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway has road work tonight at 195 near the airport. Single right lane is getting by now in Virginia. They are working on 95 southbound at Dale City, getting by a single file to the left. 395 northbound from the Beltway up to Edsel. Left lane gets by single file with road work. And also a work zone that has um, the ramp from northbound 395 to Washington Boulevard uh, closed. That ramp at exit 8A is also blocked. Now, they are working on 66 westbound of the Beltway, getting by single file to the left, and the off-ramp is blocked to the Beltway there. They're also working near 123 in the right lane, then also westbound past Route 50 out to Fair Lakes. Two right lanes are getting by the work zone. They're working eastbound as well. Uh, after Route 28 Centerville into Fair Lakes, and there you're getting by uh, single file to the right, and the off-ramp is blocked to Route 28 North. Westbound Route 7 still has the crash in Loudoun County, just past Round Hill. At Stonely Drive, all lanes remain blocked with the crash there. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Now to Amelia Draper, Storm Team 4 Meteorologist. After a mild day today, clear and cool tonight. Lows in the upper 40s to mid-50s. For tomorrow, clouds increase throughout the day. Temperatures warming to the mid-60s to low 70s. So another day with above-average temperatures. Our average high now in the low 60s. We continue to track above average temperatures for the rest of the work week, on into the weekend, and into most of next week. Thursday, Friday, featuring highs near and around 70 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. At the airports at this hour, 65 at Reagan National, 60 at BWI. It's 60 out at Dulles Airport in Virginia. The weather brought to you by... WTOP by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Coming up on WTOP is an online tutoring program in Fairfax County School System reaching the right students. We'll have the story. 820-1021. Smell that? Ice is in the air. Coach Bruce Boudreaux here. And as I head back to the Great White North, I want you to get set for the icy months ahead with my friends at the Thompson Creek Window Company. With Thompson Creek Windows, your home remains sealed against leaks and keeps those outrageous utility bills in check. Save money, save time, save your home's comfort. Save 25% now during their biggest sale of the year. Don't let future icing slow down your game. Call Thompson Creek today at 855-57-CREEK and tell them Coach Boudreaux sent you. Virginia is for eaters and drinkers, all kinds of eaters and drinkers, for oyster shuckers and slurpers, winery samplers or all-day wine drinkers, brewery hoppers and distillery sippers, for those who order grits and those who order cheese grits. We all know what the right way to order is. For barbecue triers who turn into finger lickers and meat off the bone suckers. Mm. All right, all this talk of food is making me hungry. I gotta go get some mac and cheese. Like I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of food lovers. So come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. 1022. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part? 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you. 
by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. This is Dan Cox running for governor of Maryland. The CDC has just voted to include the experimental COVID vaccines in the childhood vaccination programs, opening the door for state governors to force this decision on parents and students. But my opponent has pledged to follow the CDC guidance. This is WTOP News. Even pledged to make such forced vaccination and masking decisions for you. I will protect your family's health care decisions and no government agent or other person will be permitted to violate your bodily integrity. I'm asking for your vote, paid for by Dan Cox for Governor Walter Charlton Treasurer. This is WTOP News. Turning to public schools across the river in Virginia, despite being a multi-million dollar investment, an online tutoring service is not being used by most Fairfax County public school students. This is a new report from the county's Office of Research and Strategic Development. Students had free access to Tutor.com starting last year, but only a small fraction of them have used it. The report also says that many students with the greatest need are not using the service. The partnership is expected to cost the county more than $2 million each of the next two years. It is being paid for by federal stimulus dollars. Are you thinking about a place to retire to? This new list may help you out, but D.C. is not close to the top. Fairly low, 82nd out of 150 of the largest metro areas in the U.S. At the top of the annual U.S. News and World Report ranking, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania and Florida really dominated the 2022-2023 list of best places to retire. And that is different from past years when it was really Florida. Emily Brandon of U.S. News says it's because of housing affordability in the Keystone State, something retirees were especially concerned about this year because of inflation, housing costs in D.C. are very high. Perhaps out of reach for a lot of retirees on a fixed income. They also factor in taxes and access to quality medical care. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Baltimore, by the way, comes in in 57th place on the list. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. By Tuesday's close, the Dow was down, although just 80 points. Fintech SoFi added 414,000 new customers last quarter for its banking services, including personal loans. Winchester, Virginia-based decking material maker Trex cut production and laid off employees last quarter because of slowing sales. The Washington Business Journal says the most popular destinations from D.C.'s three airports in September were Boston, Chicago, Atlanta, and New York City. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the head of the U.S. Capitol Police Department says that congressional leaders need more protection. It's 1026. Julia owed the IRS thousands. I was paralyzed with fear. Then I heard a commercial for Optima Tax Relief. Optima Tax Relief is the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and experts in the Fresh Start Initiative. Optima Tax Relief settled my IRS tax bill. Call Optima now for a free consultation. It was amazing. Call 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds.